Greetings and welcome to Pops Collection. I'm Ron Tweedy, joining me is Pops, and today we're going to be discussing the uh, last two episodes of Ms. Marvel Season 1. Hi, so hello everybody, first of all. Um, I guess we could call this the wrap-up show. Sure. Along with, you know, discussing the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to see your final thoughts about the episode because I know it ended with your favorite character. So mm-hmm. this ought to be really good. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about episode five, which I thought was really good time and again. Yep. And you pegged it, man. Yep. You called it. Yep. You know, uh, and I thought that was great the way they did it, the way yeah. they handled it. Uh, we start off in 1942, India, and I guess you could say it was Nani's uh, origin story, or her mother's, or her mother's origin story. It could be both, really, uh, because of uh, we meet Aisha, which was uh, uh, Sana, which is Nani, her mother. Yes, and Hassan, her father. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we get that opportunity to meet the both of them. And uh, we kind of see that uh, we've had like little bits and pieces of uh, this uh, throughout the show with uh, uh, Najma's uh, that's, I guess they're, I don't know, are they sisters or they family? Are they just the same clandestines? Yeah, I think they're just, yeah. Yeah. Except that Aisha is the one that has the bangle, mm-hmm. right. you know. So, uh, right. and we, I don't know if she knows that them trying to get back is not a good thing, or if she just got uh, enamored with Hassan and decided to make a life for herself here instead of in Noir, you know. Yeah, I think that's probably the case. More the case, you think? Mm-hmm, I do. I think it was really a good story the way they did that. And again, not knowing how historically correct they are with that, I'm sure they took a lot of liberties. Maybe, uh, yeah. You know, and because I guess it's it's kind of like uh, the way the Jews were treated in germany unless you were there and involved you know in it or a relative of a story that was passed down from time to time that you really uh, don't know the actual things of what happened you know i i think it's a little bit different um i mean one thing that you can say about the the germans for uh, at least all their defaults of what happened in the early 20th century is that they were um very dedicated record keepers and so we actually do have a pretty good idea about how horrible things were uh in uh, nazi germany but i I think if you really want to compare it to another historical event i think of um what happened during um one of the russian revolutions where um it's kind of a similar situation where you had um the family in Fiddler on the Roof, where, you know, it's a little Jewish village and they're kind of getting exiled. They kind of had a, they had a, they were forced to leave their village at the end of the musical. 
right. uh, in a very similar way was religious differences that caused the partition to begin with because um, uh, there were, you know, Hindus and, and Muslims, it got really violent and deadly um, in a lot of ways. And so that's the reason why the partition happens in the first place. And, um, you know, it's obviously because things are never uh, cut and dry. Uh, it's, it's, it's always messy. It's always messy. So that's true. Uh, Cause you have this side and that side and you have the side in the middle and uh, they, the middle never seems to prevent the other two sides from clashing. Well, it's not even that. I don't think, I just think that, you know, you have, you know, borders are, are fuzzy things when it comes to, you know, the people groups, it gets really fuzzy. You know, you could, you actually can look at, you know, just looking at something from like a language perspective where you have, um, you know, uh, a nation like France and Italy, as you get to the Alps, uh, there starts to be a blending of Italian and French together. And, you know, it gets kind of fuzzy as to, you know, what that, what that really is. And so, um, you know, anytime you try to make a separation between folks, you're just going to have folks stuck caught in the middle and that's how it works. You know, I not, thought it was, yeah, go ahead. No, it's okay. I thought it was kind of cool how we did get some historical, actual historical pictures yeah. in here. Sure. That, um, and, you know, the Brits were basically in the middle of this and it looked to me like you had both groups working together in order to get freedom from the Brits and then that's maybe when the clash started, when the issue started for the partition. What do you think? Maybe? Yeah, like I said, I'm not well-versed in, in that era of history or that location of history either to, to really speak to any type of uh, general specificity to it. You know, I, you know, if we're, if we're talking about 20th century America and the West, I could probably walk you through that a little bit easier, but... Um, you know, later 20th century, like Cold War stuff, I can definitely, you know, wax a little more eloquent on that. But yeah, right. yeah. in this I, particular thing. And in the context of the story, I'm just taking it all for granted that this is, you know, this is it. So I'm not, not worried all, right, about all that. Right. And uh, this episode, I thought it was really good the way they tried to blend it uh, historically. Mm -hmm. And, and tell the story of that time, 1942. Sure. Which, uh, like we said, you pegged it. Uh-huh. I did. And so often um, we have uh, an issue where uh, we get too messed up in one part of the story, but it kind of flowed in a direction to where we got uh, the conflict between Aisha and Najma uh -huh. kind of, you know, you could see that I think Najma was kind of the leader of the group and Aisha just, you know, broke away from them. Yep. And uh, you don't mess with the boss as we see towards the end of that when they tried to get to the train. Mm -hmm. um, and we, uh, and then Sana, uh, Aisha gives Sana the bangle, and then Najma kills Aisha. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
that part of the story wasn't known, but uh, since Kamala is back there now, yeah, uh, we get that um, at the trains, which I think that's probably the only place that she was. We got the other part as you know the story of building up Aisha and uh, Hassan's relationship and you yeah. know all that stuff. But I think Kamala was just at the train station. Yeah, that's right. And I thought it was kind of cool that she was able to get her Nani, help her Nani get to her father by having her walk on the steps. Yep. Uh, which I thought was kind of cool. And mm -hmm. then also get the picture from Aisha for her Nani. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then it, it got weird because then it went back to regular time, mm -hmm. to the present time. Yep. And so we're back in the fight that we were in in episode four. Right. And uh, Najma now, that uh, all of a sudden we had the crack. Yeah, yeah. And she now is going to sacrifice herself. To when she had wanted to just open that all up, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, what made her change her mind? I don't know, right? I don't. I don't know either. Because it didn't seem like that's what she was going to do, but she did transfer her power to uh, uh, Cameron. Yeah, which we saw, yep. and uh, pretty much. With, that's pretty much to the end of the episode. We did get, I think, Cameron and uh, finding Bruno. Yep. And then we got our little vision with the DODC, mm -hmm. the drone. Yep. And we learned that Cameron doesn't know how to control his powers. Yeah. Because he blew up the store along with the drone. Well, I mean, he just got the powers. Of course, it's going to be yeah. unstable. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure too. But uh, that was kind of the end of the episode then. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm trying to decide if that was one of my favorite episodes or not. But uh, let's just continue on. Episode six, mm -hmm. no normal. Yep. So I'm pretty much this whole episode was about the DODC trying to. Uh, capture Cameron. Yeah. And I'm going to say Kamala too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, quite frankly, I don't really like the direction of damage control in the MCU. I mean, you know, as, as a comic, it was mostly a comedic book, you know, it was really about, you know, these uh, workaday non-superhuman people trying to clean up after big battles and things like that. And it was kind of a lighthearted, humorous take on all that because, you know, a lot of people don't think about it, you know, who cleans up after, you know, the Battle of New York or whatever. Right. And um, this is like the second time we've seen them and they've been the bad guys, in my opinion. Uh, you know, the first one was Spider-Man Homecoming where, you know, the vulture, he's, you know, trying to do right by his family and they come in and just kind of screw everything up. And this is the second time they've done that. And, you know, I don't know, to me, I don't really like it. Uh, the way they portray them. Well, you have uh, 
you have Clary, which is the kind of the head of the DODC, uh, and he seems to be somewhat trying to follow along the right path, but Deaver seems to be a real, you know, she seems to, she reminds me much of Vulture, where she must have had something go wrong and that she's really just got it out for them, you know? Or am I talking wrong, you think? I don't see that at all. I just think, you know, it's just, again, the group as a whole, overzealous government agents, you know, obviously there's, I think, a good analog to that uh, in real life. I'm I'm fine with that. I just don't think DODC is the right thing. Like, I, I, you know, right, compared to what they were in the comics. Right. I mean, you really, if you wanted to do it well, you probably could say Sword would probably be a better one to do that with because they already had, uh, you know, interactions in a very poor way with, uh, in WandaVision, so that they could have set that up, but they decided to go DODC for whatever reason. And like I said, you know, given Damage Control's uh, original purpose, and uh, like I said, the actual you know um, vibe of the group in uh, the comics, it doesn't really. I think it's a bad fit. But but again, then again, they also I think you know as we'll talk about probably shortly, they made a terrible choice when it comes to. Um, Kamala's origin as well, which is kind of stupid, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, yes, okay, yes, we will. Uh, we did get, uh, well, don't you think that the confrontation in the high school was kind of comedic? I mean, sure, yeah, it was fine. Uh, you know, but, and that was with the DODC, right? Yeah, but the motivation behind it wasn't comedic at all. It was, you know, right. It was the antics of, you know, four teenagers or, you know, three teenagers and a bigger brother. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That, that was made it comedic. So. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, um, I have to admit that's right. Yeah. Um, I have to also say that I think that uh, Cameron kind of, he was a loose cannon pretty much the whole time. Yeah, and actually that was very annoying. Yeah. I just, I, I was done with that. I, I think that this was probably the worst uh, final episode of uh, any of the series that we've seen so far. It's just very weak ending, you know. I, I Yeah. Other than the fact that not be, only because it had your favorite character at the end. Um, I, I would appreciate it if you would not, you know, <laughs> call her that because the one thing okay. it's not true and the other thing <laughs> i haven't seen the eternals yet oh yeah that's true i wish we we're gonna have so, to do that so um yeah i mean that that part doesn't bother me uh what bothers me is you know i i it, it kind of suffers from like the final battle of Black Panther, where it was just like two CG characters fighting each other and it was boring. Same thing with this one. Super boring. Yes. And um, I do have to say that uh, the way they um, exaggerated mm-hmm. her powers at the end, making her hold that car with her hands up, yeah. you know. That was like, I think they could have gone in a better direction than that, you know? They, they could have just stuck to the comics or better yet, the video game. 
that would have probably gone over. What do you think about her outfit or costume? It was um, a little bit different than the comics. Um, but it I was would... a close resemblance, right? Yeah, a little bit? yeah, yeah. Um, uh... <laughs> well, kind of like, you know, when they uh, we got the Daredevil costume first, uh, the, his first one that they re-imagined, uh, it uh, was quite similar, but it was, still had its differences. You I, know? I mean, that part doesn't bother me. It's just, um, it kind of brings up something that uh, we have talked about in depth. I don't think we will. I think we'll just touch on it. But the, the reality is, is that there is a big deal made of uh, Kamala Khan's and the Khan's family uh, religious beliefs, right? That, um, yes. you know, Muslim. Yes. You know, and uh, let's, let's just say that uh, if uh, a typical Pakistani Muslim mother was going to make a costume for her daughter, uh, she probably would have made it a little less form fitting. It's kind of haram. I'm just saying. I'll put that out yeah. there. Just, a, I mean, it, it, but compared to other uh, female superheroes that we've seen, it is kind of, it is more conservative if you're looking, judging on that scale. But if you're judging from a, you know, typical Muslim uh, view on modesty, that uh, you would actually be close to the comics. Just throw that out there. Right. Well, you know, she is wearing long pants and sneakers. So, mm -hmm. um, sure. yeah. But, I, uh, but the thing I is, I didn't have too much of a problem. No, I, I don't have a problem with it either because, you know, it's not, I'm just wishing or not wishing, but like I would. Uh, I see the inconsistencies there and it's kind of like they're being inconsistent for uh, non, I'm trying to think of the right word. The inconsistencies there are because they want to push, push a political agenda because it's not just that. that, that's kind of a minor thing. The major thing that gets it is that, you know, she encourages a same-sex relationship and a couple episodes before that, that's kind of haram. You know, and then the other thing is, uh, you know, it, you probably didn't notice it either, but uh, at the very end of the med mid credit sequence, uh, when the, uh, the other character is looking at what's on Kamala's wall, there's one uh, postcard on it that says, my body, my choice. Again, pretty haram. Yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I just, you know, it's like, I get it. Y'all are like, I mean, people are inconsistent. I get that. But at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's really a good thing or not. No, well, they do, uh, let's face it, they do have an agenda that they want to yeah. try and yeah. push and any way that they can. And, and like been, you said, it was very subtle. And super cringe. Yes. Yeah. I, that seems to be par for the course, though, with Marvel nowadays, which is unfortunate. Right. And I'm sure I don't know if somebody else were to purchase marvel from disney if it would uh get any better or not well know. you know there there is something to be said about um how old a lot of these characters are um if it wasn't for disney uh manipulating the government they'd be in the public domain and maybe we'd have folks actually treating these characters uh you know that would be faithful to the original vision of you know well, Ms. Marvel's this newer character, but, you know, people like, right, right. like Thor, you know, Jack Kirby's vision uh, might be a little bit more, I don't know. Yes. But anyway. Well, we did get, I, I'm 
guessing, I don't know if there'll be a Miss Marvel season two. Uh, no, and if you remember at the very end, it said Miss Marvel return and the Marvels. So that, the Marvels. That, that is the next thing in the sequence for Kamala Khan is she'll be making an appearance in that film. Right. Phase four, uh, which is scheduled for release, uh, 7-28-2023. Okay. So, so a year from now, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, and of course, the Marvels, that's Carol Danvers, Kamala mm -hmm. Khan. Yep. And Monica Rambo. Or so, Maria, we don't know yet. Well, usually I think I just have that feeling that Monica is going to be involved because Oh yeah, she is definitely. But I'm saying Aunt, you know, Maria as well as Monica, if that's possible. That's true. That's be true. Because who knows if they're going to do the multiverse route. And if they do, then you know, we have, you know, we that's already have true. precedent from multiverse of madness. Right. Yes, well, which, and that's kind of crazy that I kind of got that feeling uh, with that uh, feature where the bangle lit up and she got sucked into the closet and then mm -hmm. Carol Danvers came out. Yeah. So it became to me like a multiverse thing. Yeah, maybe. You know, um, from that. Yeah, I don't know. The, 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 in the original comic, um, one of Kamala's powers is that she was able to shapeshift into Carol Danvers. So who knows if that's what it is. Obviously, I don't think that's the case because obviously they took so much, they deviated so much from the original story. I don't think that's what it is, but you're right. It might be some sort of interdimensional transmitter thing. Right. And I Which, think that was all to set up the movie. But now that I think about that, when... I'm just thinking of the post-credit sequence of Shang-Chi when they're reviewing the rings and Carol Danvers is one of those that is uh, examining that as well. So I wonder if there's a connection there. Uh, it, uh, well. But we already saw that the Ten Rings was a part of the ruins where they found the Bengals to begin with. So I'm thinking right. that there's a connection there somewhere. Well, I'm sure there is. Marvel usually doesn't do anything without a reason. You know, there's always something somehow behind that. I don't know how you explain the two uh, post-credit sequences in the Guardians Volume 2 because those that went nowhere. But anyway. Well, not yet. We don't know if they will or not. Maybe they'll be in Volume 3. Or what happened to, uh, what's his face? Um Lincoln on the name Stearns from the Credible Hulk. No, nowhere there either. So, no, no, unfortunately not. So it's they 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 do things all the time that they don't follow up on, and it's horrible. <laughs> uh, especially things that you wish they would have followed up on. Indeed, yeah, you know because, well, even though. Uh, we, as we discussed uh, last week, that Ragnarok was probably Planet Hulk, mm -hmm. and probably the next Hulk movie that should have been. Yeah. Um, because we never got anything after the Norton version. Mm -hmm. Right. Which uh, I thought we were going to, but 
didn't work out. Well, remember that the universal owns the rights to that character. And so you can't have a, unless it's a universal thing, like Spider-Man being a Sony thing. Right, right. Well, um, it's true. Uh, but we are going to get a new Fantastic Four. Right, because that was owned uh, by Fox and Fox right. by Disney. Right. So we got that. So that uh, will be something to look forward to for me as a Fantastic Four fan. But mm -hmm. uh, so um, your feelings about this series mm -hmm. as we wrap it up. Yeah. Um, there were cringe moments, but not a whole lot of cringe moments. There less, were less than Thor. I, I'll, 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 you know, I'm into that. Okay, good. Uh, would you uh, watch this series again? I'd watch some episodes again. I think the first episode is really strong. I think, um, you know, the fifth episode is really strong. And, um, you know, about half the episodes are, are, worth watching again yes uh so yeah uh, that's what i'd say for me my favorite was the fifth episode i really liked that a lot okay. you know i thought it was done really well uh uh couldn't say too many bad things about it you know but overall uh i guess i'm kind of like you i i i if I am able to get it on DVD, I'll watch it again. Uh, if only to make sure that all the episodes work on the DVD discs, you know? Right. But other than that, uh, how would you rate it? That's probably a six, just slightly better than average. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of with you I, there were some things that I thought might have been on uh, been nicer on a big screen but for what we watched it on yeah I think I'll agree with you on this and go six on it yeah yeah I, I really believe that if they could they could have done it much better. I think if they would have stuck to the same origin, if as the, the comic, yeah, no, not as the video game. Actually, I think doing that, introducing the Inhumans, and doing all that, I think that would have made it much better. And so, you know, in, in my opinion, I think that uh, that made it, um, you know, uh, worse. It, you know, they could have had an opportunity to introduce the other Inhuman characters, or they could have tied in um, other uh, of the new generation of the Avengers. They could have, been, you know, in, uh, introduced Kate Bishop or Yelena Belova, you know, any any of those. I mean, even, um, uh, I'm trying to blank, what's his name? Um, the um, U.S. agent guy. Oh, um, I know you're talking no, uh, what's no, man, I feel bad. I should know this. John something. John Walker. 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 Right. Yes. So I remember thinking, oh, 
uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, you know. So that that theoretically, I think, you know, could have made it a lot more cohesive. But um, you know, I, mean, I would it, have it, loved if they would have put the Inhumans in there. Yeah, uh, I mean, I actually loved that little. Uh, I guess you could call it a mini series. It only lasted. it was yeah, it was a one it was a one one season thing. But yes, anyway, yeah, I, I think that was a wasted opportunity. So you know. Um, yeah, it's just it's one of those things where I, I think sometimes, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where you have um, you could you want to make sure that you give the creators uh, creative freedom to do tell the story they want to tell and tell it in a good way. Um, but if you make it so insulated, it kind of misses the point of what how rich the you know universe is that you can pull from. So. Yeah, well, sometimes the writers, mm -hmm. as we know, have an agenda that they want to get across. And sometimes, yeah. you know, the director has the agenda, you know, mm -hmm. so, or the company, yeah. as we know. So, yep. uh, really, it was above average. Uh, how do you feel about children watching it? Do you, are you okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like I said, the, 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 some of the wokeness nonsense is an, enough to where it's um, most of it will just go over their heads. Um, you know, there, there is an overemphasis on the whole partition thing, but, you know, again, I, I, I can't really speak to that but it does uh it seems to be a little bit over the top how that like you know it, it, it's like mentioned at least several or once once or twice an episode and yes like, okay we we get it it was bad we get it <laughs> right um, right true uh so anyway there's that but yeah i think you know kids would be fine it's not it's not that big deal and, and you know quite frankly there are a lot of moments that are very wholesome uh, especially the family moments and you know that's definitely a a nice thing yeah you know, that that's going for is a positive so right we didn't even uh speak of uh the parts where they had the dodc um you know going into the mosques yeah and their treatment of the muslims there you know right, right. which i thought was also something that they did uh you know to um they did it on purpose you know yeah. purposely so. yeah I, it, you know it, in their defense i mean there was a uh, um profiling happening uh in the aftermath of 9-11 and you know some of that profiling is warranted and some of it is not um you know, the, at the end of the day, you know, I, I would advocate for a government that doesn't have, uh, you know, enough power to figure out what's going on inside of religious houses of worship. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. But, um, you know, typically it's like, uh, you know, I, I would just advocate for that across the board, not just necessarily one religion over the others. So, right, right. Um, right. And that became, that was more like a profiling thing too. So, um, okay, so a six, yep. let the kids watch it, 
Sure. You'd watch some episodes again. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm with you. All right. I'm going to say that's a wrap. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you all with something uh, special next week. And until then, goodbye. God bless. Goodbye. God bless. Tell your friends. <laughs>